0: Everybody to the Mailright show. We're going to do a comparison of the major brokerages that say that their technology for this is inspired by some recent headlines that I've been reading about Compass. John graciously agreed to go along with it. We had a guest lined up and we had to pivot very quickly. And this was top of mind for me, so we're going to talk about Compass, KW, and EXP. Through the lens of how good is their marketing and digital strategies as it relates to you, our audience, the residential real estate agent. All right. Without any further ado, I would love for all of you to put on your hearing gear and let my co-host or the founder of MailRite, the founder of this show, uh, and my co-host, I guess it's fair to say, of the show, uh, introduce himself for the, anybody that might not know him.
1: Oh, thanks, Robert. My name's Jonathan Denwood. I'm the co-founder of Mel Right. We build beautiful WordPress websites and a host of digital tools to help you get more and better digital leads. Back over to you, Robert.
0: Beautiful. So, what kicked off today's show is a headline. There's actually about twenty of them, and the headlines are 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 summarizing them. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but basically in a quarter where most of their competitors are reporting record sales numbers and indeed compasses as well, they are actually reporting record losses while they're reporting record revenue. So I think that they lost uh, like a hundred and plus million dollars this particular financial fiscal quarter, while most real estate brokerages of their size are recording uh, increased sales. And I think they are too. I think they are they were saying they were supposed to sell $8 billion, They sold $6.6 billion, But this was still 4% better than what they sold last quarter. So they're selling more, but making a lot less. And this is inspiring some changes, which we all knew. Anybody that was in the industry knew they had to come down the pike. So they're removing the incentives to switch over to Compass. You don't get shit, excuse me, anymore. And they're they're lowering what they called their office renovation fees. So they used to give you seventy five thousand dollars. Now they're giving you fifteen. Um, and and I have a lot of thoughts because the founder of this company, Robert Ref- Refkin, um, kind of made his bones and jumped into the real estate world with a phone app. Now it was a clever idea. Um, it was a nice app, and he came into. The real estate world with a lot of panache, because he had already made a reputation for himself as a Goldman Sachs uh, investment analyst, and real estate was one of the things that he focused on. So he throws his hat into the ring, and as soon as he does, on the strength of just a phone app, that's all he had. He had his Goldman Sachs history, a phone app, and he raised $7 billion. That's with a B, okay? Okay some of the most money that anybody had ever raised ever in the real estate world for a new real estate concept. And Compass has been riding that wave for the last 5 years. In the meantime, they're getting touted by all the agents that they've recruited as this major like technology company that they've got better websites, better phone apps, better back end systems, better marketing for their agents. And as near as, and in the process, they've done some, they've made some impressive moves. One of the big ones was they bought Cochrane. They bought it from Barbara Cochrane, which was one of the premier, if not the premier, real estate brokerage in New York. So now Compass has a major foothold. They probably are the number one real estate player in the city of New York. That is the only place in the entire world, that they are number one in. Everywhere else, every other market that you care to mention, they're not even top 10. And I'm still hearing over and over again from even my clients, they've got this great real estate technology package, and they're great marketers. And I've looked at it, and I keep having this internal dialogue is, where is the thing that's supposed to separate them The only thing that I have discovered through talking to my clients that they've seemingly done a better job at is a kind of back-end concierge service where once you turn the deal in, Compass does seem to have kind of like a white glove service on the back-end, but it seems to be human assets backed by internal technology, which not only is not revolutionary, all it suggests is that maybe Robert and his team are better operations people than anybody else. Now, here's my, my bone, and I think that John knows the direction I'm going to go. That isn't actually superior technology. If you wanted to tell me that, that Compass was great at marketing themselves or good at creating buzz or good at internal operations, every single one of those statements I might get on board with. Mm. But if you're going to tell me that they're a technology company, uh, especially compared to some of their competitors that are out there, I'm gonna say show it to me because I've I've not seen it. How about you, John?
1: Well, yeah, I think you're spot on, but I just don't. I think Compass is the kind of picture child, but what um, fantastic subject that you chose at the last minute. But because um, it's really interesting, because I, I think some of your statements applies to some of the other players. I just think. They like I say are the kind of poster child, but I think some of the York can, to vary in degrees, apply to quite a few players in this particular industry.
0: Oh, I I agree with that. And if you want to add some traditional brokers' names into the mix, not the three that I chose for the subject of the of the show, Rheology or um, uh, I can, like uh, Remax. These are big, big players, right? But they're not—they are not nearly big enough to sit. Like they're way behind, way behind in areas that they should be way ahead. The only people that are even making a stab at keeping up with where technology is at today is Exp, who's top on the list by a million miles. They are trying. In many ways, they're in the cloud. They're remote. They're dropping brick and mortar costs. They're seeking out agents that are that are really comfortable and familiar with operating at a digital level. And the list of stuff that EXP has done right, Google goes on and on and on. However, have they really figured out a way?
1: There's nothing. From- it's procedural. It's important. I agree, but they they haven't got any priority software that really moves moves the compass. And most of them haven't, because this is just my opinion, Robert, and I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see your response. The only area which has also become a bit cliche because it's utilized by too many players, but I do feel that it has the ability to really move the compass is artificial AI artificial intelligence? There are some open um, technologies, um, what I mean, open source technologies, platforms. I've got a friend that has a a, a plugin and a service that called Bertha. Um, and basically it can write for you. You put in some text and it can write you whole bar- paragraphs, pages of content. And it's not scraping. It's actual. It's actually artificial intelligence and it mm-hmm. writes pretty good content. You have to edit it, but it's pretty good. Um, I use it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other artificial intelligence, you know, but, you need some substantial resources or you need to be utilising somebody else's open API or open platform, or you're going to need some large, large pockets and a lot of really very expensive scientists (laughs) Um, that are in high demand at the present moment. Sure. To produce anything that really does move the compass,
0: I'm going to say that um, I would disagree with you. One thing there's there is a company that's made a major investment and a stab at joining the the like the world of digital technology, and that's KW. Now they they at least currently they shit the bed with KW with Command. And they shut the bed because they released a product that I think they went through two or three different teams as they developed it. And and you at a smaller scale, and me too, by the way, me and John both at a smaller scale, develop things. So when your team, like core engineers, quit mid-project, you know John, he just laughed. For the, I, many of you are listening, but he's laughing because even when you're building something small like he and I do, if your lead developer or the person that's that's doing the majority of the work quits midway through the project that is bad news for you half the time you've got to start over again this idea that that some coder can pick up somebody else's code and just continue on blissfully is not true so when i say that kw had a few changes of the guard where they were building the product you automatically
1: I would slightly disagree because it somebody on our level um, we're utilizing either a developer or a small team mm-hmm. when you when you're looking at the size of application and the resources they've got they're not they cannot they're not comparable to some of the leaders in Silicon Valley but they've got a substantial it should be Much more traditionally project run and led, where you have internal coding standards, structure. So, if a key person drops out, um, there should be documentation and structure that allows the project to be finished. So, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't know what their structure was and how they were running their key technology projects.
0: And I was really referring to the upper leadership team. There seemed to be a change of direction Ah. a couple different times. And the product that I ended up seeing at the end of their development cycle was something that was similar to HubSpot. Now, HubSpot has been funded with billions of dollars, and Google is one of the investors. And, And HubSpot continues to be a rock solid investment. They continue to grow revenue. But they took many years to get to that point and and even though KW4 real estate brokerage made a significant investment they actually didn't make anything on the level or scale of an investment that they did when they built hubspot so trying to copy hubspot when you, without the hubspot budget is already asking for trouble there's a reason that these these products end up costing so much money so and then KW did an interesting thing they're doing an interesting thing for all of those of you who are listening to the show. You can't get paid for your deals through KW unless you run your deal through KW command. Effectively, what they're trying to do is get gain cont- end-to-end control over the brokerage's information. Now, that's a great move for KW. I commend them. It's a solid technology step, and it sucks for the independent broker, broker model. It's amazing for KW. Well, what, they they're, trying,
1: what they're trying to do is a, they're quite. Well, I might be wrong. A bit you know, I'd be interested in your thought. Sounds to me that they are in not completely. But it, when you were saying that, it had a taste of Redfin to me.
0: You did what? It had time. a taste
1: sorry. of Redfin.
0: What? What about Redfin? I'm sorry, I can't.
1: Well. Redfin, you know, obviously they're into they, they seem to want it both ways. They want independent brokerages. Yeah. But they're employing some of the mythology and technology outlook of Redfin.
0: Right. Right. And here's where all these guys have gotten it wrong. You know what? There's there is a massive billions and billions and billions of dollars to be made to take everybody's independence and decisions away from them as long as you provide them a seamless product that works amazingly well and simplifies your processes. That's an idea that I think they had when they did K- when they did command, but when they launched a buggy product that didn't work correctly with a CRM that's not as good as ones that you can buy elsewhere for much, much cheaper well, they give it to you. So I can't say much cheaper. But it's there's a hundred different products out there that are much more effective than KW Command in terms of automating your lead generation process. I think that the people who built the system weren't actually incredibly familiar with what ah, is being done.
1: by I
0: to lead nurture. Okay, go ahead.
1: I've got. Get me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh dear, he's going to be upset. Dave's <laughs> smiling. I haven't totally got him bit. I've got even more of a revolutionary thought um, position in my mind, which I want to say for the second half. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really interested what you make, what's going to come out of my mouth in the second half.
0: Okay. Well, so the idea behind the first half here, guys, which actually the second half is going to happen any second, but we've got maybe three minutes. Um, but here's the thing about, about these three brokers. So you have KW that's making steps in the right way. I'd say they're three to five years away from having the product that they should have. Eventually they probably will have something that will create help with your lead flow, manage your contacts better, simplify things. They've got years and years of work left before they get command to where it needs to be. And I think that they're committed. I think that Gary is trying to find the right people to run the projects, and and I'm sure eventually he will. In the meantime, it's not great. KW is years behind where they should be. And who's ahead of KW? It's actually EXP. Now EXP is not making like the big infrastructure changes when command becomes what command could be, assuming that it does. KW once again it. Pres- actually hit a leadership role inside the real estate business, because they can basically be the apple of the real estate business, where if you're an agent, you'll be given all these tools to learn. It'll be inside a closed infrastructure. They'll probably systemize it. Prior to this, KW was just partnering with people like everybody else did and getting the same results that everybody else did by partnering with these people. What EXP has done that's better than KW is they are finding people that are experts in each system, paying those people a share of profit to turn around and teach that, XP, that, that, that expertise to all EXP agents. So it's not so much that they're using different tools, but they are educating, training, and embracing these tools at a higher level with a greater deal of expertise than any other brokerage out there because of the way they, they're incentivizing, incentivizing their agents and brokers to do that. It's very clever. And the way that EXP is also excelling is since their cost is 30% lower than every other brokerage, 30% listen to that number. Every billion dollars that is made, EXP makes $300 more. And what they do with that money is they give a lot of it back to the agents and brokers in the form of stock returns, all sorts of things. Everybody's trying to keep up with EXP in terms of the incentives they're giving the agents, and they're not going to be able to because EXP has a much lower cost infrastructure. Now, the two companies to look at, in my opinion, are actually EXP and KW. But EXP is destroying KW right now in the online, like digital, how to market yourself, how to make money, how to, how to work in this marketplace. EXP is like a 10 of 10 across every board. They're just the best of the best right now. Have they done everything right? Not in my opinion, John. No. But have they done everything much better than everybody else? Currently, I would say yes. And then you've got every single other person that's trying to do real estate the traditional way, which I got to say, and I will be interested to hear what you think. I think the traditional real estate is in its final death gargles. I think in places like New York, you still want to have an office, a brick and mortar office that you're paying 15, 20, 30 grand for with little desks and agents walk into those little desks and sell real estate from the office. Everywhere else. And everything else, I, for the most part, think that that model is dead or dying. How about you, John?
1: Well, I think we need to go for a break. and then uh, All right, we'll awesome. And...
0: So we'll hear your thoughts when we come back. Everybody, buckle up, buttercup. John's going to bring it. All right. We'll be right back. Oh, wait. Do us a favor. Wherever you are, whatever social thing you're looking at, Uh, Please go ahead and give us a like. If you have a chance, go to mail rightcom and uh, maybe sign up for some of John's social channels, so on and so forth. If you do the same with inboundrem.com, the company that I founded, I'd appreciate it. Uh, any, Any follows, any likes, any contribution of any kind, John and I would be really, really grateful for. All right. Without any further ado, we'll catch you back here in 10 seconds. Build next generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WP Tonic for 20% off any WS Form edition. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode number 352. And today we're doing a quick analysis of the major brokerages. And we're, this, this analysis was spawned by the fact that I feel like the merry-go-round is coming to an end for Compass. I think we're going to watch them scale down and become a much less important player as the bud surrounding their company finally fizzles out with a lot of months of losses after losses after losses, after losses until they write the ship. All right, John, what were you gonna say?
1: Well, it's two points. Number one point is I I think it is to be determined is the traditional broker agent model, either through franchise or through independent broker, how that's gonna be effective by the online digital world, the what has happened of COVID-19, and the general flux in society anyway. Also, we've got a market that's dramatically changing. Where that goes, none of us really knows, but it is obviously a changing market. Um, one thing I'm sure about is that, which might change in the end, but I don't, in my opinion, it won't, Real estate will always be a person, to some extent, a person-to-person business. I think if that wasn't the case, to some extent, it would have ended much sooner. How the franchise brokerages and the and the big players involved in that, all with the digital agencies and the new models, that is to be determined. On to point two, which. Um, mm-hmm you see it with every industry and niche industry and real estate's a very large industry with a lot of money involved all have niche crms niche crm marketing companies that on on a smaller scale are like hubspot they combine digital tools um with marketing, or and that mixture changes depending. Some just provide the tools and training, like HubSpot, some actually provide customer services as well. Um, the ones you know, like Follow Up Boss, like Boomtown, like you know, there's about you know, KV Core. They are CRMs with other tool sets bolted on. I think they're going to start having a hard time because I think the big players like Salesforce, like Microsoft Dynamic 360, like HubSpot, like Zoho, they are going to be able to invest money into artificial intelligence. And you know and I know the best CRM is one that you actually use. You can buy into the most, with all the swings around roundabouts, all the technology you like. But if you aren't prepared to study it, work with it, use it day to day, methodically, get to really know it, it doesn't really matter because any CRM that's not used is a waste of money. But, you know, as they become more, a CRM adds more and more functionality to it. It becomes more complex, the more onboarding, the more dedication you've got to spend you learning it, utilizing it. Artificial intelligence offers more insight, more ability more power with less time having to be spent with it. But you're going to need the resources, the scientists, the money to build such platforms. And I don't think, not only in real estate, but in many niche CRM website provider scenarios, they're going to find it hard to compete with the likes of HubSpot, the likes of Zoho, the likes of Microsoft with dynamic 360 or with Salesforce. But Salesforce is more the higher middle to larger company. What's your thoughts, Rob?
0: Well, I do agree at a very, so... The only thing that real estate has going for them is the actual skill level of the end users, and every single thing that you said, I think I ultimately agree in. Um, I think that that real estate agents have have been getting off lucky for a very long time. Like, and what do I mean by lucky? All of those of you listening, well, you probably heard that if you're a real estate agent, you should be treat your business like you own it. That's not far from the truth. But John and I both have gone through hundreds of hours of pain and sweat and toil, either building CRMs, using CRMs. He's totally right. I'm still deep down the rabbit hole with HubSpot. Once you get past their free version, it's no longer a simple platform. There's all those things that it does. I've got developers knocking on my door every day trying to customize my HubSpot application for me. Salesforce, I used for 10, 15 years. And it was always what well, we ended up having a Salesforce administrator in my very small company because just to use Salesforce, just to like start customizing it, making it what we need. Now, the cool thing about Salesforce is you could do that client to client. That's awesome. The bad news for all of y'all is that there's going to be somebody out there eventually. I think you are right, John. That will customize Salesforce for real estate, and when they do, they're going to sell their own little version of, of Salesforce to all the real estate agents and there's going to be a whole new competitor because they're going to do the thing that every single real estate agent listening to this show does not want to do which is spend the hours and time that you alluded to at the beginning of your statement it's it is a simple fact ladies and gentlemen that you have to invest a lot of time which is why i just i bore everybody to tears with how often i say follow up boss I don't say it, though. I say follow-up boss so frequently because they're so easy to use. I wish to Christ that HubSpot had bothered to put in little videos included in the platform for each piece of functionality that they have. HubSpot would be 10 times more usable to me. Instead, I got to go out and crawl on YouTube and try to find a user who's actually put down a video that i want to see yeah so it, isn't it. Three, it
1: isn't three years ago and they changed the interface right um,
0: exactly and so when it says when you said some of the other names though, like zoho and some of those other things that you mentioned i i'm afraid i disagree with you there mm-hmm. i don't think that very many of those other other crms are much of a threat As it relates to real estate specifically, I agree with you when it comes to the idea that all CRMs, whether it have to be customized to the business they're doing. And here's the sad part, ladies and gentlemen, about real estate is that very few systems or companies have kept up with the speed of the market development. Now imagine this, all of you listening to this, imagine this if you will. Let's just say that you had a CRM that you could update all of your social profiles from, and I mean all of them, I mean TikTok, Instagram, Tumblr, all of them, all the social media at the same time with one update pulled automatically from your website, like an image from your website. And then, then let's say that all the communication from social, all the communication from your outbound emails, all the communication from your website all came into the same internal bucket on your, on your user platform. Here's the the reason that nobody's keeping up, John, including Zoho, including HubSpot, is that marketing is becoming an omnichannel approach. We, we, you and I and everybody else who sells marketing services, we separate it out into our area of expertise, which is great. But most agents and brokers and everybody else already knows that while maybe you get 80% of your business from like sphere of influence, direct mail, email, something like that. The other 20% of whatever business you get, if you've been a real estate agent for longer than 10 years, it comes to you every which way from Tuesday. Some people message you on LinkedIn. Some people like fucking message you on Twitter. Some people like send you an Instagram thing. Some people call you on the phone. Some people text message you. Some people message you on Facebook. It's utterly exhausting and mind-blowing how many different ways people reach out past your primary method. So my opinion, John, is that we are a long way away from seeing somebody do what needs to be done for real estate, which is there, there needs to be an omni approach. And whoever nails that first, whether it's command or whoever it is, mm-hmm. when whoever creates the platform or that does what Follow Boss has done, makes everything easy to learn, centralizes everything, and then says, here's all your approaches and offers basic marketing for each like just you can do this you can do this you can do this that's going to be the leader in the in the real estate industry and it's probably coming because there's probably some big company that you and I don't even know that is out there creating these like mm. like like custom applications as it relates to these businesses
1: yeah but well, i just want to clarify i i kind of see where you're coming from i just want to clarify the bit i said well the reason why I think like company like Microsoft 360, Salesforce, Hubspot is that if not your single agent but let's say uh, a medium to larger brokerage and they' got they want reports they want insight um, they want to see what what is working when it comes to sales and marketing artificial intelligence, You know, um, Zoho's improved dramatically over the last couple of years because a lot of their different apps were indifferent or poor. They have, some of them are still a little bit iffy, but the core technologies of Zoho's improved. Salesforce, it was first in the cloud. It still dominates in the higher middle to bigger company with Oracle. The people we're you know, but HubSpot, um, but these will offer better reporting, better analytical data, and better insight. The bit you're talking about, I take under advice because I haven't really thought about what you laid out. But I think some are like when it comes to follow up, boss. It's a great program. It's got the best interface design. Is it easy? We had this discussion. To you, mm-hmm. it's easy because you got all this experience. I don't think for the average individual it is easy, but it has the best UX design. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize. Because we talked about three brokerages. We talked, we wanted to talk about how digitally forward they we thought they were and how where they're positioned. So here's here's my summation for this show. For the next five years, I think the EXP is the clear winner. If they don't start making some serious, significant internal investment and change some of their global their thoughts about they're still in expansion mode. They're not really building internal tools. I think that long term, they're going to have to do that more than just having people join them in the cloud for their meetings, more than their cost and infrastructure, more than their reward systems. Because I do think that some of the traditional brokerages out there, such as Compass, such as as Keller Williams, I think that those companies understand what the need is. I just think that they've gotten it incredibly wrong. Like I think they have a general understanding they need to be shooting at it. Like Robert Redfin saying, we need a better mobile app for our agents and one that's branded. He is spot on. And he is, Compass is a great competitor in the luxury space because they have instantaneously created this brand feeling around Compass. Like They did an incredible job at the story that they created surrounding Compass. Yeah. But did they do a good job in delivering something revolutionary? I don't think so. They just created a brand. But I think that that is something. That is something. So they now, whether it's KW or Command in the next five years, I don't know. But I think the market is anybody's. EXP is the clear winner right now. You want to, If you're a digitally savvy agent, you're going to find a home and you want to make the most money possible. In my opinion, it's going to be a EXP. But if you're thinking beyond that, next five years, beyond the, this next five years, I think it's still a horse race. Yeah. Is my. Can I,
1: before we wrap it up, can I ask Mm -hmm. you one final question? Sure, of course. What is, I'm very skeptical of this company, always have been, and I'm very skeptical of its founder and CEO. I want to make that clear. I think I've got to be honest with the audience. I am extremely negative about the CEO and the company, and that's Redfin. Um, okay. what, what are your thoughts around Redfin and their business model and the way they run their business?
0: Well, Redfin, I, I think they found a small place in the market where they basically like, uh, I've never paid much attention to them, John. And I know that you love to talk about Redfin. To me, they're a non-entity. <laughs> Yeah. And they're non-entity because – and I don't say that because I have the same negative opinions about the CEO. I say that because I have negative opinions about their business model. Their yeah. business model, which is a discount brokerage business model, has been tried over and over again in real estate yeah. and failed every single time. Now, Redfin is is adding some technology. They've got some okay SEO. They rank for certain things in certain marketplaces. All they've really done, though, is copy other platforms. They've done nothing exceptional. The only exceptional thing that they've done is to create a network, a nationwide network of discount real estate agents. I don't personally think that that is an achievement. If anything, I think it's hurt the real estate business and not helped it. So ultimately, what do I think of Redfin? I think that while they're probably a little like somewhere in the category of too big to fail at this point, I, I, I would never join them as a company. And I, I don't think that discount is the way that real estate agents want to view their service. I don't ever think that. I think that every single agent in the country should be thinking about additional value to add to their proposition. And I think that we should all, anybody that's in the real estate business, you, me, everybody, John. I think that we should be upping our personal game in terms of inside of our personal knowledge like become the experts so that when you walk through the door of a house it's generally understood that you're not going to try to cut your real estate agent's 3% commission because you're you expect them to be so good at their job that they're going to make you far more than the 3% they're charging you. Now do I feel like Redfin delivers that service? No. I don't. I think that they've got some quality scores and checks that says that their basic job is to do a good job, an okay job. And usually when you shoot for mediocre, you get somewhat below that. And that's what makes me suspicious about Redfin. And I've heard. Yeah.
1: I think, I think, I think your insights here have been fantastic. I've been very similar to some of the things you said about Compass. I think they've been very good at marketing to some extent and branding, a bit like what you said about Compass. But mm-hmm. the underlying, in different ways, your, your concern about Compass is about the way they've spun their technology stack. When it comes to um, Redfin, um, it's more about there's, in any shape or form, different or revolutionary. No, you're totally what they're offering, the core of what they're offering. There's nothing revolution. And it's been tried a load of times and it's
0: always failed. Right. And that I, I couldn't agree with you more. I've stayed silent when you've had your little Redfin um, <laughs> moments. But I understand where you're coming from. I just never in my life, John, not once. I've been doing this 14 years now. I've never had a Redfin agent call me. Like never. Like the agents that go work there are people that are transferring from places where they just want a salary, you know, and that's not really what the real estate business has ever been in the U.S. So, but I, you know, there's a, there's a home for people who are looking for that. And if Redfin is where they're happy at, then I mean, God bless.
1: I think it's time to wrap it up,
0: Robert. Yes, sir. I think you're right. All (laughs) right. Ladies and gentlemen, Listen, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, hopefully probably from the bottom of uh, whatever John uh, uses as a heart. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 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 we, we, both really, we both really, really appreciate you. Tuning into the show <laughs> it took him a second. Everybody, he, he he had to he had to say, "Wait, what did he say?" <laughs> um, we uh, we really 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 appreciate your patronage. It means the world to us. Uh, we 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 consistently get more downloads as time goes on, and I can't begin to tell you how much I personally it tickles me when some of you call or leave things on my social media and say, "Oh my God, Robert, I I heard your podcast and." This, that, or the other thing. So rock on, everybody. If you'd like to reach out to me, do so at inboundrem.com. And, John, if, if you want anybody to find you, how would you like them to do that?
1: I'll just go to the website. I've been having a few chats lately with agents. It's been interesting. And um, you can go to the website. There's a big button, book a chat. And I'm more than happy to have a chat with you and see if we might be able to help you. Back over to you, Rob.
0: Awesome. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap us up for today. We appreciate you listening to the show.